Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode on our Marvini platform. My name is Lola Polonovic, and I'm a junior researcher at the European Policy Center, TEP, from Belgrade. Marvini is a regional platform for young people from the Western Balkans. This platform gives young people a space to express themselves on important topics from environmental issues, freedom on the internet, to issues of democracy and the rule of law. You can visit us at www.marvini.org. This platform is available in all languages of the Western Balkans, as well as in English. Today, we have the absolute honor to welcome his Excellency Carlo Casho, the Italian ambassador to Serbia, and Veljko Ristic, one of the young leaders who had the opportunity to go to Rome and participate in the EU Balkan Forum. On our plate today, uh, we will focus on the topics of the fourth working group, One Market, Many Challenges. Um, we have something today that has taken me quite a while to grasp, and I'm not even sure that I grasped it completely, which is basically economics. So today, like in previous podcasts, we will chat with His Excellency Locascio on this topic, but we'll also reflect and we will try to figure out how to build economic integration and take into account people flows inside and outside of the European Union with the help of our second guest who has participated, as I previously said, in the EU Balkan Youth Forum. With all this being said, uh, let us turn to His Excellency Lokasha. Once again, welcome to the podcast. Um, Italy is the third largest economy in the European Union and the eighth largest in the world based on its GDP. It is an active partner in driving European economics and political integration. So what I would like to know is how do you see the role of the Western Balkans in this integration? What has been done? What can be done? And do you see the youth? How do you see youth helping in this process? Well, Western Balkan countries are working hard to reach the high standards requested by European integration on economic and political level. Of course, more steps are still necessary, but looking at the outcomes, the direction seems to be the right one. In 2003, the European Council created out a linear f- future path for Balkan countries, inviting them to accede to the EU. We should build on that and keep that spirit going. The Western Balkan economies are already interconnected, interlinked with the EU. At the regional level, they're also depending from each other. Any local initiative might be helpful as long as it addressed to improve and accelerate the process of the EU integration. Youth has a key role in this field, there is no doubt. They are aware of the risk of the anti-nationalist view and they are the driving force to push policymakers to adopt the best and most effective policies. We are looking forward to having them working with us. Uh, now I'd like to turn to Veljko Ristic, one of the five young leaders who have had the opportunity to go to Rome and further discuss these issues. But Veljko, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So I just wanted to know first, what, how did you see this opportunity for you? What were your main takeaways? Why was this beneficial for you? How did you decide to apply for such a high-level forum? Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, I don't remember how I saw the, the link to the forum. I'm pretty sure that some of my friends have sent it to me. But I can't recall, I can't be 100% sure. But uh, as soon as I saw it, it was something that I was interested in because I did finish my bachelor degree in political sciences and I did uh, specialize in the European Union. Uh, and specifically the topic that, I've, that I have chosen regarding the single market is another thing that I'm interested in because I'm studying economics uh, for my master's degree. 
And as soon as I saw this, I was thinking to myself, this is something that I have to apply to. I want to contribute. I want to voice my opinion. And uh, well, the rest was history. So how did you, how was, how did it feel to be able to speak to such high level officials on this, honestly, one of the most important topics when it comes to the integration of the region into the EU? To be honest, I think that young people generally don't have the opportunity to talk to some uh, highly ranked officials like this forum has given the opportunity. And it was a very, let's say, interesting experience because on one hand you want to impress whoever you talk to but on the other hand you have to fight for your national um let's say your national interests interests thank you yes and then to have the opportunity for somebody to hear what you have said or what have you contributed to feels very good it feels very important and i think that they had the opportunity to hear something that they probably didn't here in the past couple of years months or whatever because i think that generally in any type of job doesn't have to be a public job even in the corporations in in the private sector when you're surrounded with the people who have been working on the same topic years and years and years it's very difficult for somebody to learn something new or to have a different approach to something and i think in this particular case it was a like a breath of fresh air and I hope that it did change some opinions. I hope that it did influence maybe some decision making in the future. And I'm hopeful that we as young people had a contribution to this because I think a lot has changed since the, uh, for example, in my country, Serbia has started the uh, conversation with the EU and some other countries as well. I think a lot of has changed and I think the young people bring something new to the table and it's very good that they have been heard. So you were part, as we said, as of the fourth working group, One Market, Many Challenges. So I want to ask, uh, did you encounter that the participants from the region had different views on the discussed issues from the colleagues from the EU? And how hard was it for you to come to conclusions and recommendations? Definitely. There was definitely a difference in opinion on how the future of the negotiations should look like and what the end result should be. Specifically, I think most people from the Western Balkans uh, had this narrative of we want everything now and as fast as we can. And on the other hand, our colleagues from the European Union had a different approach where they wanted things to happen slowly, but of quality. They didn't want to rush things, especially because our countries have had rough history let's say and so there was a disconnect in the sense that we couldn't agree on how the future should look like but at the end of the forum we kind of had mutual understanding of what is the best for the region and what is both uh, beneficial for the european union and us as a region so yeah it was it was a bit different um but surprisingly most countries from the western balkans had a similar opinion we didn't the, the, the opinion was not that different. Uh, the difference came in terms of our European colleagues. Did you find it weird or somehow strange that you guys came to the forum from completely different backgrounds and contexts and kind of <clears throat> saw that there is there are issues that connect us all? Was that strange to you? Because sometimes I have found that 
Uh, I think that only youth from my country is facing this issue, but it happens that everyone from Europe or everyone that I meet or talk to is facing the same issue. Was that strange to you or was it kind of expected? To be honest, for me, it was not strange because I have had the opportunity to be a part of not similar forms, but I had the opportunity to dwell in similar uh, topics and situations. And at the end of the day, everybody from the region wants the same thing. Obviously, they want economic prosperity. They want to live better. They want to have better quality of life. And that's something that connects us all, even though we have difference in views on the history of the region, uh, of the conflicts that happened, which I think, uh, like some other, other colleagues have said, that's an important topic to be discussed. But I would prefer, that's why I chose this group, is to start from something that's common to all of us, and that is that we all want to live mm -hmm. a better quality life. And with that being said, we are willing to maybe, you know, sacrifice or move our move our stances in order to achieve that. So that was something that I found personally very interesting. Okay. So tell me, I want to know more about the process of mm -hmm. working with people. Um, tell me how you came to the conclusions. Tell me about the four-day process you were mm -hmm. involved in. Well, the first thing I think that is most, most important in this process was we had to familiarize our European colleagues with the situation in the region. Mm -hmm. Most of them had, I would say, an understanding to some degree but uh, they needed a deeper understanding of some cultural or socioeconomic aspects that uh, drive the economic situation in these mm -hmm. countries. So first thing we had to do was to take each um, Western Balkan country and just look at their economies, look at the difficulties that they're facing, look at the transition that they have been through, uh, what their current situation is regarding the negotiations with the European Union, and then go from there. That's very important because not every country is on the same uh, level in terms of negotiation and they're not on the same level in terms of economic prosperity. So when you create policies for, for one group, you have to take into account the differences, which did cause some issues because something that you can implement, for example, in Serbia, you can't really implement, let's say, in Albania or in the Bosnia-Herzegovina. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the difficulties that we had, and we had to work around those things. So having you know colleagues from the European Union was very beneficial because there are countries who had different paths to joining the European Union, and there are some things that we find similar, some things that we find different. And the conversation was very fruitful because we had... Obviously, we had um, examples that have already been done and that we can use in our situations, but also, you know, work together on new examples that we can use in the future. Okay. So your recommendations that have been published on the website of the mm -hmm. eubalkanforum.org um, have said and directly addressed the, Ita the Italian Ministry of Foreign Affairs. What has their response been? <laughs> you know, what's really funny is... When the Italian Minister of Foreign Affairs, when we were uh, presenting our solutions, uh, he said something in, in the lines of, you know, you kind of came to the same conclusion like the adults did, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was really funny because obviously we don't have that much political experience or some of us, some of us are just students, let's say, uh, and to come to a conclusion that's similar in a way to something that people who have a lot of experience uh, came to the same conclusion. I think that's very interesting. 
And I am actually very uh, happy and uh, with the conclusions that we made. And hopefully in the future, in a couple of months or years, when key decisions are supposed to happen, if they happen in the way that we envisioned them, I, you know, it would be very, I'd be very honored to have mm-hmm. had the opportunity to be a key, to be a part of something that was such a key thing to the European Union <laughs> accession. Honestly, that would be a very good um, goal to have, I guess. That would be the ideal for that to happen. But I also want to know, are there any concrete projects or any tangible things that you have been doing since the end of the forum? What are the things that you and your fellow participants have been working on in order to present the recommendations to advocate for the things that you have advocated? Because, I mean, as you said, this is a very important topic that all everyone from the region should be involved in. Yes, of course. Uh, all the uh, all my fellow colleagues from Serbia who were part of this group, uh, we are working currently on a project where we want to share our solutions, not just for this specific uh, topic that I was involved in, but all other four topics as well. Uh, we're planning to create a project where we are going to share awareness and uh, have a public discussion with uh, uh, key you know, NGOs or key organizations here in Serbia, as well as faculty members, uh, you know, academia, professors, etc. where we want to have a fruitful discussion on the things that we talked about, on the things that they want to talk about or something that they want to add or subtract, doesn't really matter, but we want to have a conversation with the uh, key stakeholders here in Serbia to see how the future of our country's um, negotiations are supposed to look like. I think this gives a very new and fresh take on something that has been discussed for quite some time now. And it gives the youth aspect that I think is missing in not just in this particular sense, I think in every aspect of life. I think young people should have more say in some key things because... The change is coming from us, not from people who have been doing this for, you know, years and years and years. Mm-hmm. We are the ones who are shaping the future world we're going to live in. Well, knowing you personally, I know that you work in the private sector. So what do you see the role of the private sector in this process? So do you see it as a also one of the key stakeholders in this process? Or do you see it as somehow a marginal actor in this I think the the private sector actually is the one who's going to benefit the most uh, out of these uh, negotiations, and it's particularly when Serbia uh, joins the European Union, because something <laughs> something that that is a a big hassle working in the private sector is all the paperwork that you have to file when you want to export import something, and having that barrier disappear would be a very very big thing and. Not just about the private sector. We recently had in the uh, in the Western Balkans, we had uh, for mobile uh, network and mobile operators, they uh, they removed the roaming charge or roaming fees uh, in the Western Balkans. And I remember just regular people when they were going on holidays, etc., how great it was for them to just call somebody and not have to think about, you know, these fees or if they're going to be able to call somebody or if they're going to have signal, etc. So that's just a, that's a small thing that happened that did have a great impact. And I'm pretty sure that once we, 
you know, continue on our journey in the European Union and the process. Once those barriers are lifting one by one, I think people are going to see an actual difference in their lives. And coming back to what you asked regarding the private sector, I think the private sector is a key stakeholder. I just am not sure how willing they are to be involved in the process because it does mean that they have to be a little bit political about it, which most private sector, most companies do not want. But I'm pretty sure that most companies would prefer, you know, to be part of the single market because the, the, the opportunities in the single market are endless, not just for foreign companies, but also for domestic companies, because you can, uh, you can compete with your fellow European, uh, Europeans and the amount of opportunities the single market gives is, I think, tremendous. So finally, I want to ask you, what would you say to the young people? What would your recommendations be? Would you encourage them to take a part of the following forums of uh, opportunities that come up such as this? You know, I, I'm of an opinion and I have been like this from like a very young age is I want to be involved in everything. If there is something, <laughs> if there is something that is going to affect me in my life in the future, I want to be a part of it. Obviously, I can't change every decision and I can't uh, be involved in everything, but I just want to have the opportunity to try to change something or to have my voice heard. Something that I have noticed in the youth today in our region, but more specifically Serbia, because I'm more, most familiar with that, is young people, even though there is a tendency to, for young people to start doing something and I think the um, awareness is increasing, but I think the majority of people are apolitic. They don't really want to be involved in these things because politics is kind of considered something that's not good in our countries. It's considered something that you can't really affect decision-making and stuff like that. But I think most people and everybody who's listening is, you don't have to be a high-level official to create some change you can start from small things in your community by just not throwing the trash on the ground or you know just cleaning the the the, the rivers and stuff like that i know this sounds silly and it's something that probably most people have heard over and over again but you have to start small to do something big you can't you know you can't start changing policies when you haven't done anything prior to that you have to start from small things, to have a sense of community, to see how your decisions change something or don't change something. That's also a possibility. But I just, I would urge everybody to try to be involved in as many things as they can, because at the end of the day, if you are not the one who's going to be involved, somebody else will. And that somebody might tailor things to their likings, not yours. So you have to be there and you have to take the future by its hands and, you know, do your part. I think that's very important. Thank you, Velko, for this very enlightening message. And these were His Excellency Lokasho, the Italian ambassador to Serbia, and Velko Ristic, a young leader. And you were listening to the Mladirini podcast. See you next time and goodbye. <laughs>